Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. How many of us who are sitting here in the sanctuary of New Providence or watching on live stream, Facebook Live, YouTube, or listening by phone are willing to admit that we are still a work in progress. In other words, God is still working on us. We are still on God's pottery wheel. We are not yet a completed piece. We are not all that we should be, but thank God we are better than we used to be. How many of you are glad that God is still at work in your lives? On his second journey to bring the gospel to the Gentile world, the Apostle Paul helped start a church in the silly city of Philippi, which was a colony of retired Roman soldiers. These Philippian believers became Paul's friends and supporters of his ministry. When they heard that Paul was a prisoner in Rome, they collected money to assist him and sent it with one of their members, a brother named Epaphroditus. Later, Paul sent Epaphroditus back to the Philippian believers with a letter to thank them for their friendship and their support. Paul takes the time to tell the Philippians how much he appreciates them. And my brothers and sisters, it is important to let people know 
when they have been a blessing to you. You should not let a moment to say thank you pass. If there is somebody who has shown you a kindness, if they have given you a helping hand, if they have done something for you that they didn't have to do, you ought to say thank you. For, for, for example, my wife is the best wife in the world. She gets up every morning that I have dialysis. And after I put on lidocaine cream to help numb my arm, she wraps my arm in plastic wrap in order to, to prepare my arm for those 15-inch dialysis needles. She does not have to do this for me. She could say, wrap it the best way that you can. But she willingly gets up and provides this kindness for me. And guess what, New Providence? Every time she does this for me, I tell her, thank you. Because I appreciate her willingness to help me prepare for a possibly painful process. Fred, she does not have to do it. But I'm so glad and thankful that she does. Some of us would have better lives if we just learned how to say thank you a little more. Am I right about it? The Apostle Paul takes the time to write this letter to the Philippian believers. If you look at those beginning verses, Paul tells them that every time that he thinks about them, he thanks God for them. He thanks God for how they have supported him and supported his ministry. And, and if you don't mind, let me pause right here to say thank you, New Providence, for your support over the last 34 years of ministry that me and my family has shared with you. You have supported us 
with your kindness, with words of encouragement, with finances, but mostly with your prayers. And I am grateful for your love that you have shown to me and to my entire family. In the scriptural text, Paul knows that the Philippians were experiencing a lot of opposition. So he appeals to his own life as an example of how to respond to hardship with joy. Paul encourages the Philippians in verse 6. He tells them, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul encourages the believers to hold on to their faith in God even though they are experiencing opposition. Why, Paul, should the believer in Christ not waver from their position of faith? What, Paul, what knowledge does the believer have that should cause the believer to not lose hope in their God. Paul reminds the believers in Philippi that they should have confidence in the fact that God who has begun a good work in them will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. And guess what? This good news was not only for the believers in Philippi, but this good news is good news for us today. Why? Because God always finishes what he starts. He always brings his promises and his purposes to completion. Mm. Let us look at the confidence that belongs to the believer in Christ. Paul used 
uses a strong word to describe the hope that the believer has in Christ. Paul says, being confident of this. Somebody say confident. Now, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines confident as full of conviction, certain, having or showing assurance, self-reliance, or trust. So Paul is saying to these believers that they can have an absolute assurance that they are saved without a doubt and that his certainty is grounded in God's creative and God's sustaining Power. Mm. In other words, it was God who created salvation. And it is God who sustains salvation. That ought to be some good news to somebody who is watching or listening. Listen to me, good new providence and friends. The Bible is replete with verses that assure us that we can have confidence in our God-given salvation. The Bible literally overflows with verses that tell the believer that we can have confidence that what God promises, he will complete. You and I can be confident that he who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Can I share with you some of the Bible verses that should boost our confidence? First John. Chapter 5, verse 1, tells us everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. First John. Chapter 5, verse 13 and 14 
says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Can I give you some more scripture? 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. How about Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified or declared righteous through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. How about Romans 8.1? Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Did I already give enough scripture? Let, let me give another one. Ephesians chapter 2, 8 and 9. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift. Somebody say it's the gift. It's the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Let, 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 me, let, let, let me just give you one more. John 10, verses 28 and 29. This is Jesus talking. He says, I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. And then Jesus says, I got some backup. He says, my father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. And guess what? No one can snatch them out of my father's hand.
Listen to me real good. It is not our grip on God, but it is God's grip on us that keeps us saved. Oh, man. Can I say that again? It's not our grip on God that keeps us saved. But it's God's grip on us that keeps us saved. It is God's grip on us that makes the difference in our salvation. Yes, 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 new prophet and friends. We sing the hymn, Hold to God's unchanging hand. But if we are completely honest with ourselves, our grip sometimes gets weak. And I'm so glad that when my grip weakens, God holds me in the hollow of his hand. Listen, New Providence and friends, I am not confident in my ability to hold on to God. But I am confident in his ability to hold on onto me. I, Fred, I, I'm not confident in my goodness. But I am confident in his goodness. You know why? Because Nathaniel Jeffrey Wood doesn't always do the right thing. Hey, point at yourself and say, me too. Can I be completely transparent with you all today? Deacons, there are some days that your pastor doesn't act saved. I have days when I don't sound saved. And, and I must confess that there have been some days that Leon, I didn't feel saved. But, somebody say but. I thank God 
that his salvation is not based on how I act, how I sound, how I feel, but it is based solely on the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So, you can say whatever you want to say about me. You can think whatever you want to think about me. You can say what I am or what I am not. But what matters to me is what God says about me. And you know what God says? He that began a good work in you, I will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. In other words, I stop by to tell you that God will finish what he has started. This is the confidence that belongs to the believer. Mm. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. Now, this confidence that belongs to the believer is grounded in the commitment of Christ to us. Oh, man. Let me say this again. This confidence that belongs to the believer is grounded in or rooted in the commitment of Christ to us. It's right there in the text. Paul says, being confident of this, that he, Christ, who began a good work in you, will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I got a question to ask y'all, good Bible readers. When did Christ begin the work of our salvation? Do y'all not realize that Christ began the work of our salvation? Long before we even knew that we were going to need a Savior. Ephesians 1, 3 through 6 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Let's 
position where he blesses in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Check this out. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Oh man, y'all missed that. That, 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 that that's, that's a shouting point. I said he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. I know I don't look holy to you. I know you can blame me for a lot of things. But before Christ created the world, he saw you, he saw me as blameless and holy. Oh. The Bible says, in love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. I don't know about you, but I thank God for his glorious grace. Somebody say, thank God for grace. We are saved by his grace. Christ is committed to us because of his grace. Oh, man. I said he saved us by his grace. And look, since he began the work of salvation for us before the creation of the world, guess what? He will complete what he has started. In other words, he is faithful to his promises and his purposes. Lean over your neighbor and say, this is heavy. But it's good. 
I come to a close, you and I need to have confidence in Christ. That what he started in our lives, he will bring to completion. Right now, right now, you may feel that there is no hope for you. Life may look and feel like it is never going to get better for you. But I'm here to serve notice that the devil is a liar. He that began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Lean over to your neighbor and say, God is not through with me yet. He is still working on me. I am not all I should be. But I am in the process of becoming a completed work. Ah. I am so glad, New Providence, that I can be confident that God started the process and God will finish the process. How, Pastor Woods, will God finish? I think Jude can help us. Jude says to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. Jude, what are you telling us? All I'm telling you is that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. What are you saying, Pastor Wood? I don't know how God's going to do it. But the Bible tells me that when I stand before God, that I will be faultless. Oh, Lord. I will be blameless in his eyesight. 
What are you saying, Pastor Wood? The hymn writer wrote Blessed Assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste. Tell your neighbor, can you taste it? Of glory divine. I, I don't know about you, but I'm an heir of salvation. I've been purchased by God. I've been born of his spirit. I've been washed in his blood. Perfect submission. All is at rest. I am my Savior and happy and blessed. So you know what I'm doing? I'm watching and waiting looking above filled with his goodness and lost in his love and I don't know about you but this is I said this is this is my story this is my song and I don't know about you, but I'm going to praise him. I don't care if you don't like me. If you say I wave my hands too much. If you think I jump up and down too much. That's all right. Because you don't know. Like I know what the Lord has done for me. Let me praise Him. Let me give Him glory. Let me give Him thanks. <laughs> Come on, stand to your feet all over the church. Confidence, trust, reliance that he who started the work of salvation in my life will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Check this out. Check this out. When Paul talks about he will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, he's not talking about the day of Jesus Christ being judgment day. What are you talking about, Pastor Wood? I'm saying that the day of Jesus Christ 
has come. When Jesus came into this world and died on Calvary's cross, the Bible says that he nailed our offenses and our sins to the cross. And so when Jesus died, he completed, Lord, the work of salvation for us. That's why we can have confidence. You know why? Because when we stand before God, contrary to what a lot of y'all think, God's going to be up there with a scale and going to put on there the good you do and the bad you did and whatever one. Uh-uh. Salvation is a completed work. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.